Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is You Think. Uh, today I want to talk about uh, what is a Christian? What is a Christian? And we're going to go to John chapter 3, verse 5. It says there, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, what was he talking about here? Unless a man be born of water and his spirit. Well, a lot of people have a lot of ideas about this verse, but it's very clear. Uh, you're born with water when you're born. You're in that sack and it's filled with water. Or the embiotic fluid. And... Uh, so you're born the first time. The second time, you need to be born again, reborn, born of the Spirit. And how are you born of the Spirit? Well, the Bible talks about us calling on the name of Jesus and we will be saved. If we believe that he, uh, he was God become man, he... Uh, he grew up. He was a perfect uh, specimen of a man. He suffered and died for our sins, and he paid the price for us on the cross. Then we believe all that. We've taken it to our heart, and we ask Jesus to come into our lives and transform us. We are saved. We are born again. There's no special stand on one leg, crow like a chicken, and uh, say three our fathers. It's just very simple. It's a compassionate change of heart towards knowing who the Savior is. See, you can't come to him if you don't know who he is. And he will reveal himself to you through that spirit. And how you respond is up to you. But when you respond to that spirit, unless a man is born again of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Everyone has their own ideas of Christianity and what it means to be a Christian. And uh, Well, take for example, if you see somebody smoking, do you automatically think that person is not a Christian? Well, I smoked for years. And also, Spurgeon smoked for years. Do I think it's right to smoke? No, I don't believe it's right to spit on the sidewalk either. There are things that we do, habits that we do, that are not good. But we do them anyway. And it comes under the listing of uh, bad habits, simply bad habits. There are things you do. People pick their toenails in front of other people. These are bad habits. These are not sins. <clears throat> people say, well, but smoking, you're destroying the body. Well, you know what? When I smoked all those years, I never thought once that I was destroying the body. I stopped because my wife got me to stop. And uh, and at that point, I did realize that it was no good for me, that it wasn't a good uh, uh, witness to my children or anything. But we have to be faced with these things. We have to understand them. You don't become a Christian and automatically get rid of everything you've ever done wrong. All right, it's it's not that super supernatural. I mean, the Bible does say uh, that we are are 
changed human beings, and, and we are changed human beings. We have a new starting point. We have a, we have a, uh, a Lord to look to. We have a Bible to read. We have uh, people to associate with. And, and by doing all that, uh, we become better Christians, but we become better Christians. In other words, we don't we don't start off as better Christians. We slowly assume the role of better Christians. I never forget uh, this one time I was in the Presbyterian Church, and uh, that was a when it was a good church. It was an Orthodox Presbyterian Church, and this big fat huge lady was pointing her finger at this little kid who's a teenager. To me, they're all little now. And yelling at him that smoking is not good for you and God does not like the smoking. And all I could think about in my mind is, lady, you've been here for years. Didn't you learn anything about obesity? It's so easy to point out someone's bad habits if they're not all bad habits, all right? Uh, I find myself being a little bit uh, hypocritical telling my children not to smoke when I smoke. And and that's one of the things that stirred me on to, to start thinking, you know, if I can't let my kids do it, why should I do it? I remember when I was a kid, I'd walk down the street with my hands in my pockets and my father would give me a slap in the side of the head. I said, what? what's that for? He says, keep your hands out of your pockets. Only punks do that. Only punks. Well, it was a matter of, of how you perceive things. In those days, uh, the, the hipsters or whatever you want to call them, the wise guys, they all walked around with their hands in their pockets. So, of course, we didn't want to be associated with that. And uh, today, it may not mean anything to walk around with hands in your pocket but if you're an old timer you might look at somebody and look down at them because they do have their hands in their pockets so you, when, you, when you're judging each other judging each other uh, by the way the word judge in the bible does not mean uh, discerning whether they're doing good or bad it means condemning them to hell for what they do all right. When you judge somebody, you condemn them. And uh, if you condemn them, you have to condemn yourself. As they say, when you point at somebody, four fingers comes back and points at you. So uh, that's what that means. But you, you have to take in consideration what the problem is. Now, being a Christian, we think uh, being a Christian is uh, uh, being holy all the time and not fooling around and... The Bible says no coarse jesting, and and uh, of course women are out, and uh, how you act. But but that's not uh, how we act in real life. In real life, we we have respect for women, and we and we uh, do obey the rules. But we're loose. We're not. You know, the Bible doesn't say walk around like a like an old. I'm going to say an old Presbyterian. All right. Uh, loosen up a little bit, uh, enjoy life, laugh, smile, be happy, be joyous. The Jewish people knew how to have fun. Whenever they had one of their feast days, they'd go into the temple, they'd play music. Oh, here's another one. You know what? A lot of these churches, uh, big churches, uh, uh, 
Well, I, I, I got to say mostly Baptists, and I'm a Baptist. I love the Baptists, don't get me wrong. But a lot of Baptists will say, you can't play the guitar in your church. You can't play this in your church. Uh, one church said you could play the organ but not the piano. The other one said you could play the piano but not the organ. It, it, it's just so confusing. And all it is is opinion. All it is is opinion. In the old days, in the Jewish times, they, they celebrated with high-sounding cymbals. And they had all kinds of musical instruments. And they made big crashing noises and yelling and and. They just had a good time. And by the way, they were drinking too. Yeah, that wine that that everybody tells you it's illegal to drink. It's a sin, but it's not a sin to drink wine. It's a sin to get drunk. Use your head. It's not a sin to drive a car. It's a sin to drive a car so erratically that you wind up crashing into somebody. All right? It's not the object that's bad. It's what you do with it that's bad. All right? Women are not bad, but if you disrespect them, if you do what the Bible says that you shouldn't do with them, well, then it's bad. Everything becomes bad when you treat it badly. So before looking at some other church or some other people and saying, oh, they're no good, they're no good, and uh, you have to ask, what's it based on? Is it based on my feelings or is it based on the Bible? I took my, uh, one of my workers at church, I took him to a meeting that they were having at the, uh, uh, a local church in the area. A bunch of churches got together, and uh, it was, I don't know what the heck it was for. I don't remember now. Turns out it was a Pentecostal church. Well, now, uh, the brother that I took down there, he was Baptist from the day one, and so when they started playing their music, and I, I'll tell you the truth, for me, I don't like the music. It's too loud, it hurts my ears, and it's too, uh, I don't know, erratic. But anyway, when they started playing the music, his eyes looked like they popped out of his head. It was like he was abducted by Martians. And later on, I had to tell him, I said, Brother, that's how they worship God, all right? And if they really feel in their hearts that they're giving God honor and glory, who are we to tell them that they can't do it? Now, I won't go there. You ask me to go to your church, I won't go. I, I don't like that style, all right? And, of course, uh, the Presbyterians have some things that they're just really off on. But it doesn't mean that they're not saved. It just means they're off on some things. We're all off on some things. And, and we all consider some things worse than other things. So... You know, be careful when you're when you're looking at somebody to, to, to determine whether or not uh, that's a right-on church or not. And I have one. Uh, when I go to uh, a member of the church's house, they're having maybe a birthday party for their child or something. I act the same way as I do at home or as I do in the church. And I'm hoping, and I believe they do, they are acting the same way also. We don't have this church facade and this home facade. And you see it, people go to church and they're, they're really on their best behavior because they're afraid someone's going to look at them and say, you're not a Christian. I remember my last wife, before she passed away, we were going to one church. 
And my daughter walked up behind my wife and snapped her bra. And she thought that was funny, but I got mad and I slapped her across the face. Now, I didn't break her teeth. I didn't hit her with full force. I just gave her a little shocker. Well, one of the persons was so outraged that I abused my children like that. And so everything is, is how you grasp it. Some people believe you shouldn't spank your child. And the Bible clearly says if you don't, you're spoiling them. You're sending them to death. They, they won't learn what God wants them. So you, you see, everything has to be in perspective. And we have to look at it in a way that it's intended for us. Our church is our church. Pastors have the right to make their own rules. <coughs> I don't make rules where women can't wear pants, okay? There's, there's nowhere in the Bible that says they can't. Now, most of my women, I guess all of them, in the Sunday service anyway, wear, wears a dress or a skirt, all right? But that was their decision. I never told them that that is what they had to wear. I did tell them they should look their best whenever they go to church. And, uh, but I wouldn't, could, you know, uh, condemn them for wearing a, a pair of jeans or something. No, that's, that's their business. That's between them and God. I, I, I've never once saw in the Bible where it says, thou shalt not wear jeans. Uh, another thing is the music. We have uh, music police in the Baptist face, and they go around, they'll tell you, your music is not good, it's not Christian st uh, standard, it's not Fanny Crosby, all right, and Fanny Crosby wrote songs in the, uh, the 1700s or something, all right, and, uh, and I say, what's wrong with a song that's sung passionately, tears coming down the young lady's face as she praises and calls out to God, what's wrong with that? Now, I don't like songs that go on forever, like, I love you, Lord, I love you, Lord, I love you, Lord. It sounds like a hypnotic trance, you know? And I don't like bebop songs and stuff like that. But there are so many songs that praise the Lord that are just modern songs. And are you saying that Christians of old could praise the Lord, but Christians of today can't praise the Lord? Again, it's style. It's how you look at it. You might go to the jungles of Africa and hear people praising the Lord by beating bongo drums and uh, whatever they do, all right? That's okay. That's their style. And we have to learn to accept each other as the way we are. And that's, and that's uh, the best way to be. Another thing is uh, uh, pastors. How are pastors supposed to act? And I, I think most of us uh, feel that when we go to a church, a pastor's got to be very, very, very nice. Oh, good morning, Mrs. Johnson. How are you today? It's such a pleasure to see you. And, and, and people expect that kind of thing. That's not me. If you come to my church, you won't get that. I'll say, hi, how are you? Shake your hand. Uh, give you a, a hug. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. The, f the first time I came to the church, uh, the Filipinos are uh, kind of shy, you know. And uh, w when a man hugs a woman over here, they're like flip out. Like, why is he touching me? You know, so 
We had that in the beginning at this church. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. But now I hug everybody and I say hello and, and they're used to it. And everybody hugs everybody. And what, what did Paul say? Greet each other with an affectionate kiss. Uh, sometimes we, we do that. We kiss each other on the cheeks. But, but other churches would look at that and say, you can't do that. That's not good. Why? Why? So I'm not that kind of pastor. If you sit in my church, if, if we're having a service and you come in late, I'm going to tell you off right there on the spot. Really? You'll embarrass somebody in front of the whole church? Right? Well, look, James says, anybody who does wrong, rebuke them in front of all so the rest won't do it. I'm paraphrasing, of course. All right? Rebuke before all so the rest won't do it. And that's the deal. And what happens? People say, hey, I'm not going to go late. He's going to yell at me. I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm just going to go on time. And, and the people come on time in my church. I don't say they're never late, but they usually come on time. All right? Uh, I'm just a regular guy to talk to. I, I, I don't mince words. If they, I think they're doing something wrong. I let them have it. All right. How many times I have I, I have the, the the women have an argument with themselves come up in my office, sit down, let's talk about this thing, and we'll hash it out, and I'll yell a little bit, and I'll not yell a little bit, and before you know it, everybody's hugging and it's over. I don't want a church that buries what they feel and ignores the things that are right in front of their face. We have a lot of love in our church. We, we, we really love each other. And there's times when it could be aggressive because that's how people are. But that's why I'm there, to fix it. I'm not there to say, oh, everything's all right. That's nice. Don't worry. Just pray about it. God wants us to be counselors. I remember I moved to South Carolina and I started going to this uh, Baptist church. And uh, it was a big church. So I, I realized that the pastor, you know, he, he didn't know who I was. But I was there, uh, you know, over a month. And he's never once asked to visit me at my home or anything like that. And uh, so uh, when I was going to come to the Philippines to marry my wife, uh, we were going out the door. And, and this was a church where he would stand by the back door and greet everybody as they left. And... Uh, we're going out the door, and I said, oh, if you don't see me for a couple of weeks, I'm going to the Philippines to get married. Oh, that's nice, he said. Okay, we'll see you when you get back. Wow. A pastor's supposed to counsel you when you get married, or at least talk to you about it. He should have said, what? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Don't go anywhere. Let, let's talk. Let's have breakfast or something. But he never did that. What kind of pastor do you want? A pastor that gets in your face because that's what they're there for. They're there for to help you and, and to make you a, a better person. And being a Christian is tough. And the pastor is there to guide you to be a Christian. And pastors aren't perfect either. And I've screwed up in my church. And I went before the whole church and apologized. I don't know what happened. I, I was yelling at them and I was... It was a time when I was yelling at them for, for no good reason. I think I just overreacted to something. And I come back down to church and I get them all together and I apologize to them.
I'm no different than my people. I love my people. They love me. And that's why they love me. Because I'm not going to treat them differently than I would want them to treat me. And so the, the, to wrap it up, a, a Christian is somebody who becomes a Christian. And he learns to be a better Christian. And he struggles to do what's right. And he calls on God every day to be God's servant. And it gets better with time, like a fine wine. Ooh, did I say that on air? And uh, he just keeps going. And he acts normal. And he's not a phony. And he doesn't put on airs at church and different differences at home. Don't go to church smiling, come home, beat your wife. Be the man God called you to be. And woman, I'm sorry. And ladies, this is for you too. I'm sorry, I, I usually use the masculine sense when I'm talking. It's just easier to do. Uh, I'm not a pro-feminist or anything like that, but I do believe that the, the, the women have a, a big part in this also. So uh, just, just remember to do what you're supposed to do and, and act right and treat each other right, and, and all will go good with you in the Lord. If you want to argue this, talk about it, anything, give me a question, ask me a question. My email address is 7101 at usa.net, 7101 at usa.net. I find that most people who write, uh, write to argue. And that's okay. But I would like to see some people write some positive stuff. So whatever you can do, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, bless these people. Give them what they want. Give them what they need and make them the Christians that they ought to be. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Goodbye and have a great day in the Lord.